editor-in-chief Polly Gatos and we're kind of doing something a little different maybe you can even consider it a little lazier and this is the first kind of inaugural episode of the off-duty podcast and this is just basically where you know what sometimes we just like to hang out and talk about stuff and sometimes we want you to get in on that so what's up (laughs) welcome to the human side of the tokunet team What's up, kitty? Hi. I miss your face. <laughs> I miss what's your up? face. <laughs> <laughs> so for oh, those who maybe haven't heard, uh, I'm Kitty. Hi. And uh, I used to live in Los Angeles with the wonderful Paula. And <laughs> I don't anymore. <laughs> I moved across the country and now it's cold. You did. <laughs> You moved to where there's weather? I moved to where there's weather. Uh, Someplace like Emily. Emily <laughs> lives where there's weather. Seattle. <laughs> oh, it's so freezing here. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Right, so Emily is our wonderful like graphics, site graphics lady. She's also our expert on Toku K. If you ever want to learn how to be fashionable and still wear your Toku fandom, you should definitely check out her Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And my absolute, you know, super... I'm so happy Senpai noticed me. <laughs> Hi, Alicia. <laughs> uh, God, am I Senpai now. That's terrible. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 not, I'm not a boss on yet. So I've got... No, I mean, not in the... Not even close. Thank you, God. <laughs> no, hi. No. Uh, you may hi. have heard me on the HJU podcast many years ago. You may have heard me on Low Visibility, in which case I'm very sorry about our audio quality. I'm still sorry. <laughs> uh, and now I'm back. And maybe I know how to record things now. Hi. <laughs> well, well, you got a whole team behind you now. So. Yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. who can edit podcasts fast. <laughs> yeah. Indigo um, is great at that. Yeah. Indigo com- from Q Time. Shout out to Indigo uh, is our podcast recorder person. And he is wonderful. And, and so is Yaz, I guess, who is also <laughs> a podcast recorder person. <laughs> I mean, I guess Whatever. Yaz is fine. Yeah, sure. I guess. Yeah. I mean, he hosted the last couple ones, and, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, he's no, awesome. You, Especially, yes. you know, the uh, yard ship that yard I ship? still need oh. to write fan fiction for. <laughs> uh, inside story. <laughs> I'll take this one. Fine. Um, the bromance between Yaz and George is so true that it (laughs) inspires, uh, many warm hearts within Team Tokunet, and, uh, it has been said that I should write a fanfiction about it, so I keep joking that I'm gonna start doing that, but maybe one day I actually will. Well, if you didn't know, both Yaz and George, um, were also previously part of well, they they made Rising Sun Toku. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, it's a to- yeah, it was a great site. It had a great podcast with them too, um, which uh, Carol and I also guested in for a while, and that's how we kind of myself, Yaz, George, kind of all met, and 
this is kind of like insider how team to- this is insider team token at beginnings yeah dun, 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 dun. yeah whatever <laughs> um, <laughs> it's super nostalgic uh-huh. um but yeah so it's kind of a long standing joke that yeah the RST guys the rising sun toku guys mm-hmm. are are OTP pretty much kind of great yeah um so alicia you were supposed to be on the ghost podcast yes i did and then my refrigerator was like no i'm gonna make <laughs> me. oh god then i watched a couple more episodes of ghost and and then my router was like oh god i have to save the internet from her and my, my router nobly died uh to oh, keep no. me from having any way to talk to you guys but then i bought a different one screw mm. you router yeah. uh and now yes i'm here with ghost opinions and my ghost opinions yep. are that it's definitely a TV show that was made. <laughs> no, I mean when when you're at when you're so early in the newer style of writer shows, it's really difficult to say anything meaningful about what the show's going to be like mm-hmm. because you know you could have something like Gaim where the beginning is very kind of misleading and the show's going to be something else you can have something like drive where there's the way it is one half of the show and then the way it is the other half Mm -hmm. and with ghost i just feel like you know it's taking its time it's doing its setup uh probably the most interesting thing uh i felt you know watching it is i feel like writer uh after fighting it for a while is trying really hard to appeal to its core demographic and just kids yeah um something about rider that's not widely known technically it has the same target audience as super sentai which is boys three to five really yeah sometimes we forget that when we get like hella critical about both rider and sentai Mm -hmm. and i'm like do you you guys remember that this is for young this is for little little kids like you grow out of rider before you get into like pocket monsters Or, uh, yeah, yeah, like a yokai watch would be for older kids. But where Ryder has all this history and the long history of fans, I think for a while Ryder would kind of sneak things in, you know, kind of do more adult stories. And as long as the kids showed up and bought the toys, it was okay. Um, And even if the kids didn't, you could sell a bunch (laughs) of stuff to the adult collectors. Um, Mm -hmm. Ryder certainly keeps figure arts going. And I just feel like yeah. in, in the past couple of years where Yokai Watch has blown up so hard uh, and writers had problems keeping its uh, sales levels up, I think they're trying a bit harder to be super kid-friendly and maybe not thinking quite as much about what uh, what collectors would be into. Like, Gaim certainly did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gaim was certainly a show that new older people were going to be watching. And what I really feel like with ghosts so far is, yeah, they know you're there, but they're really not that interested in trying to hook you. But they really want to hook, like, your younger brother or your kid or, you know, someone really young. And I just think that was kind of inevitable uh, because you have the huge toy lines full of widgets. And, yeah, the the adult toy collectors will buy them. But if you're going to have this entire line out every year... Like, eventually an adult's going to go, I'm going to take a pass on these. I'll, you know, come back next year. 
you know, mm-hmm. you, you kind of need the kids to be like, no, I need everything. I need every single mm-hmm. little thing and the belt and all the role play toys and, you know, all that. And yeah, I just yeah. feel like Ghost really is shooting for uh, the little kids. And there's nothing wrong with that. It just means when I watch it, I'm just like, okay, seen it, seen it, seen it. And, you know, it's like, it's all fine. The action's fine. Uh, can we talk a little about the opening sequence? Can we? Yeah, please. Have you guys seen this? Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) The opening of Ghost is so... There's this bit in the opening sequence where, like, he's flying through the sky with his Mm -hmm. flying ghost hoodies. Oh, um, yeah. And this, like, super light, dreamy music. And uh, for Uh me, the first time I saw it, I was like, Ghostsager is happening? Oh, oh, it stopped. (laughs) You know, and it's just... I, I honestly thought that. Sorry to interrupt, but I saw. I honestly thought that it. Ghost to me just ended up like this is this is an ad, this is like a high school anime, <laughs> like I'm going on adventures with my friends and I have like this one. You know, you get that like Yurisen being that. Hey, listen, <laughs> you have this thing going on. There's a and lot explains more. Everything. Uh, it sounds like I touches. would love it to be honest. Like, I said, it sounds like I would love it, to be honest. You I probably mean, for would. Me, it's probably. I, I mean, it's not like, terrible. I, for me, I, like, I don't know. I enjoyed Drive when it was sticking to, like, it's a kid's show stuff. For me, mm-hmm. I find that part enjoyable. I know what to expect. I'm happy with it. And, like, that's, it, it's a good time. I I love the little kitty stuff when it's, when it starts to get too intense, it's like, okay, I have to brace myself. I have to be emotionally prepared. Like, that's what I still haven't picked up in Gaim. I, I'm still <laughs> stuck at, like, episode 11 or something. Oh, because yeah. I feel like Gaim I'm still not emotionally unkind. ready. Yeah, I, I'm not ready for it. I, I, like, I, w- I wasn't ready for Drive. I was certainly not ready for Tokyujer, although <laughs> I love Tokyujer. Kyoruju... Uh, I can't say it. You got it. Kyoryuja. Thank you. Kyoryuja is still probably uh, my favorite opening, though. Opening and closing, it's gotta be Kyoryuja. I was literally just about to mention Kyoryuja. It made really good use of its music. It did. What were you saying, Emily? Um, I was like literally just about to mention Kyoryuja. That was like my first toku experience ever. My mm-hmm. best friend and at the time next door neighbor, uh, they were just like, hey, I have to show you this thing because if we're going to be friends, you got to know that I watch this stuff. <laughs> it's like Japanese superheroes. And mm-hmm. I was sick that week, like I am this week. And mm-hmm. he just like came over and sat me down and we watched the entire thing <laughs> because See, it had that's... just ended. And I loved it so much because it was like almost like overstimulating and it was so like mm-hmm. little kid and I didn't really have to focus or get too like emotionally. I mean, well, I did, I did get emotionally mm-hmm. tied to characters, but I mean, of like course. I didn't have to like stress over like things happening. And that's kind of how I feel about ghost right now is that I just mm-hmm. like love everything about it. And I love that it is aiming towards its target demographic. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm into it so much. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, uh, what's it called? For me, I started with Drive. The first 12 or 13 episodes of Drive was my first introduction to Toku. 
Um, I kind of regret that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, it kept my expectations low. So, <laughs> um, no. I mean, well, no. Okay, so like that was that was exactly what I was expecting going into Toku, and I liked it. I liked having my expectations met. So then, for me, when I then went to uh, Tokuger. I was like, oh, oh my God, <laughs> beautiful. But I had the same thing as Emily where I watched it sick. <laughs> like, so sick. So sick, I thought that uh, the night before, it was it was like my birthday, too, which was fascinating. Aww. I was, like, I was so sick. I was messaging, actually, Tom and Cooney in the Tokunet chat going, I think I maybe should go to the hospital, but I don't want to get myself there. And Paula's not here. I was spending the night at Paula's house. And they were like, I, we can't help you. We're in Japan. And so I was like, I know, but you're awake and it's 4 a.m. And then I... Pres- was I asleep at the time? No, you uh, were out. I was, I was at your house by myself. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and just with your cat. I'm a good friend. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, and then, so the next day, I I got up, I got myself a whole bunch of cold medicine, and I sat and I watched about thirty episodes of Tokyuger, just crammed it, and I by the end, I just sobbed. Open. Yeah. There's a picture on <laughs> the Tokunet's, uh Instagram, Instagram that is just me ugly crying because i was like do you see what you've done to me you horrible people (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness yeah yeah that opening for that opening for uh ghost really like as soon as i saw it as soon as i said that i'm like oh this looks like exactly an anime they're gonna go on adventures Mm -hmm. they're gonna find like these cultural icons Mm -hmm. and it's just gonna be fun i'm just gonna sit here and not care about anything because this is just gonna be fun yeah but at the same time, it's like it's it's kind of sad for me going like I'm literally turning my brain off. This is just noise in the back of like of in the background, mm-hmm. which kind of makes having Ghost and Ninninger sh- like airing at the same time for me a little bit of a rough year mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I don't like Ninninger at all. Yeah, I hear you yelling at me, George. <laughs> but no, George, who is no. not here? George is not here. It, it, had a lot of momentum when it started it also had a lot of rough edges and i know what happened with me is i saw up until you had the uh the ninja senpai guest episode Mm -hmm. uh, which was very fun Mm -hmm. and i'm like ah i'll watch more nin ninja later and i never watch more nin ninja later (laughs) and occasionally it's like oh i should i should probably watch more of that and then i don't uh which yeah like, for me, that's sort of how I know, okay, this is this is like a mid-tier show. You know, for me, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's probably people watching it who are really enjoying it, and that's great. Uh, in part, you know, how to put it, like, I've seen way more of these shows than anyone is supposed to. And so I, I, <laughs> I try to keep that in mind uh, mm-hmm. for my opinions. For most people, like, they watch one, they'll watch three or four more after that, and then, you know, they'll kind of wander off, because... You know, fans really like to go nuts ranking these shows. From an outside perspective, uh, they're mostly the same, and there's just the ones that hit your button. Your uh, mm-hmm. that hit your buttons a little bit better than others. And I don't know what button Ninja's trying to hit. Um, <laughs> if 
I, I'm sure it's happening. I'm sure there's someone who's really into this show. I, I, I just don't, yeah, I, yeah, I, maybe I'll be on a show with him sometime and be like, yeah, tell me about why you love Nin Ninja. Yeah. yeah. Why uh, yeah, is that the one? <laughs> I'm like really behind on Nin Ninja, but I can say that I am like 80% there for Yakumo, and that's it. <laughs> Mm, that guy's funny. So like much. I don't, I, I only sort of know what they've done with him since I stopped watching. But just the idea of that guy is really, <laughs> really funny. I honestly, I, I care so little about Ninjer, and it makes me feel bad because I feel like <laughs> I should care more. But like it, you really, you really don't have to. <sighs> well, for us, the nature of what we do, just because we are Tokunet, yeah. I mean, we we kind of, or half of us are obligated to kind of just go, mm-hmm. okay, I'll watch this and I'll watch it every year, right. as it comes out or whatever. And it's a lot easier to watch it as it comes out, mm-hmm. like if it's the new one, so you don't have to go back and binge it if you need to catch up and talk about yep. it, just because of the nature of what we do. Like I said, it's kind of be a kind of a rough year, at least for me, um, for Ghost and Ninager. But I, but honestly, for the for for the most part, it's totally fine. You don't have to. You're not obligated to. I mean, we suggested I suggested Forze to you because Forze. As soon as I finished it, I was like, this this needs to be hers. Yeah, this needs to be Kitty's one hundred percent. Yeah, because oh my god, I watched Forze for the first time this year. Uh-huh. Like. And for me, I'm like, I cannot believe I waited this long to watch this show. Yeah. It was so I just good. ate it. Yeah, I just ate it up mm-hmm. so much. And I've been watching Toku slightly longer than you have. And I'm just like, I, I ate it. I live tweeted about it. Mm-hmm. And I want and I want more of it. And I want the belt. And I, it's just friendship and love <laughs> and happiness. Yep. And I really hated Aquarius. She was my least favorite person. Like, she was so like she was just like oh i need to be perfect everything has to be perfect and i'm all like listen i went to school with girls like you you need to stop she she was not my least favorite uh who's your least favorite oh gosh in terms of like the monsters do you remember yes uh the girl who used the um the switches to make herself a witch and to make other people pretend that they were witches oh yeah she was the the mean girl one of the mean girls yeah no the i thought the mean girls were um she was well she was kind of she was the gothy mean girl yeah let's be honest yeah well she wasn't exactly a mean girl she just uh because she was into witchcraft and things she was kind of persecuted and so Mm -hmm. her response was essentially fine, I'll be what they think I am because she got blamed for bad stuff that happened because she was into, like, witchcraft and things. And so to a certain extent, I was like, okay, I get what you're going for. But as soon as she was using it to, like, make other people believe that they had powers and, like, just being awful, like, (laughs) I don't know. it, it, It really struck a bad chord with me. I didn't like it mm. at all. Because, I don't know, she was very much preying on, like, the beliefs and hopes and, in a certain way, faith of these other girls That's to, true. like, yeah. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, um, I get that. So that that was for me. Like, Aquarius, actually, 
In... I felt like she was just so temper tantrumy. Like, no, this is what I have to do, and like, stop. And people are clearly telling her why she shouldn't do it, and it's very clear. And she's smart enough not to do it. And she just was so antagonistic, just to be antagonistic. And I'm like, girl, relax. Yeah, you're fine. And uh, yeah, but no, I I really was so surprised of how much I really really just love that show. Yeah, it just felt it was just so fun, mm-hmm. and I want like when they did you did you watch the movie like the I Everybody did. Space Time mm-hmm. movie? Like, can I have like a whole movie of Super Space like Princess Mio? Like, she was like Queen Mio. She was amazing. Like, she was just yeah, she was amazing. She was kicking ass and taking names. And like, yeah. I posted that small clip on my Twitter mm-hmm. feed, and I'm just like, uh, can I have a whole movie of this? Because this is rad. Right? Like, why didn't she use this before, of her being, like, superhero, I'm going to save space? I well, <laughs> I love Mio so much. It Like, I, there were times when I kind of hated her. Uh, You're supposed to. Oh, well, no, I feel like it was it was mostly because of the way that she would say oops all the time. Oh. Like, but then... <laughs> Uh, so at work, I find myself saying it so often that I'm like, you know what? I get it. I actually get it. Like, I'll I'll be, like, I won't even hardly make a mistake. I'll just startle myself and I'll go, whoops. And I'm like, dang it. Why am I turning into her? I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Like. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Emily, you've seen, you, I, Emily, you've cosplayed. O's. Yeah, that, that is that's true. Last year is, for um, the big convention SakuraCon that we have in Seattle, I was Common uh, Rider O's love combo. I based the whole thing off of the SIC figure that was never actually released, but it was like my one day to live a dream, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds so cool. Yeah, it was like it was. I, I saw pictures of it on your. I think you posted it on your Tumblr. Yeah, it was like all over Tumblr, and then I had a bunch on my Facebook. But it was mm-hmm. like the craziest weekend of my life. I like didn't really plan on wearing the costume for more than a day, but it was so much fun wearing it for one day that I ended up wearing it for the whole weekend. And I was <laughs> a freezing, and b couldn't see anything, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> That's well, awesome. speaking of low visibility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is what the show was named after. <laughs> yeah. Because I saw, because I wanted to ask, like, because I feel kind of bad that I skipped O's. And I remember, Alicia, you probably should remember, like, the first time I started watching O's, I was like, no, I hate this <gasps> completely. <laughs> because, and I've talked about, I'm, I'm on record for hating it, because I, I realize newbie little Paula didn't like O's because it wasn't Double. And Double was my first common writer, and it's still my favorite. Mm. Uh, Forza came close, but... And so I haven't given O's a shot yet. So I'm, I'm, I guess I'm asking, like, is it time? Should I just give it a shot? Now? Yes. <laughs> give it a shot. Yeah. I feel like I... So I watched the movie, obviously, with uh, Forza and O's. And I... <laughs> of course, in my infinite ability to not understand what's going on <laughs> i was like what is this common writer Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah i'm not kidding i had the same reaction when i first saw it that same friend that showed me curator like after we finished i was like 
okay, so what's with all the belts you have on the top of your dresser? <laughs> and then mm -hmm. they were showing me each one, and they showed me the logo for O's, and I was like, Common Rider O? And what's this one? <laughs> Common Rider W? I don't understand. <laughs> I had it all wrong. <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, so what else has, like, Felicia, what have you been up to lately? What have I been up to? What have you been watching? Uh, I've been watching One Punch Man. Oh. oh, my God. I just started. I watched the first three episodes. It's so good. Watching what? One Punch One Man. One Punch Man, the anime. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Gotcha. <laughs> How far are you, Alicia? I've watched, I think, not, I think episode six, I think seven would have been the, the new one for this week, so... A couple mm -hmm. weeks behind. It started off, I heard something really interesting about One Punch Man, that it started off as a webcomic, and then it got turned into like a full manga, and then then got turned into an anime. So people have been posting about One Punch Man as, like, as if, hey, don't give up on your dreams. <laughs> like, huh. You can create something super tiny that nobody cares about, and then... All of a sudden, turn into like one it. of the <laughs> yeah. The animation to One Punch Man is incredible. Like I haven't seen. I guess the last time I was impressed with that sort of animation. I mean, I I can't even remember. Like the the animation to One Punch Man is just so dynamic. Like the, in terms of like fight sequences and how he changes from like his face to this kind of like dumb bald. I don't really care about anything <laughs> to let's go, like shonen anime ready stuff. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It really is. And it speaks to me in like an empathetic level mm -hmm. of like how he talks about like, I'm kind of, I'm so powerful that I'm so bored. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that I'm so powerful that I'm bored. Uh -huh. I'm not saying that in the least of it. Uh -huh. No, hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I love making Paula make faces. <laughs> I can hear your face. It's no, yes, I can, and <laughs> it's not glorious. how that works. <laughs> you don't know. I can hear your face. You don't. You don't oh, understand. God. We've been friends for too. <laughs> you know too many things. I do. You know my secrets. I do. <laughs> wow. Stop. Oh, shut up. Anyways, so what have you been watching, Emily? Um, I have been watching Gundam. I yeah, like surprisingly, uh, the new series Iron Blooded Orphans is like oh yeah, so yeah. good. I like my my girlfriend is really really into Gundam and like model mm -hmm. building, and I told mm -hmm. her like four months ago, Nikki, I will never in my life get into model building. I'm never going to want a Gundam <laughs> ever. And uh -huh. I watched the first. She convinced me to watch the first episode. And we watched it, and after it was done, she was like, so, what did you think? And I said, I'm going to go buy a Gundam right now, Nikki. <laughs> and I did, and last weekend she was so happy and excited that she organized a party for me to build my Gundam with all of our other friends That's that built so Gundams. Cute. That's so cute. And adorable. so we went to the convention center, and I built Barbatos, and I just absolutely love them. And now I have the 1-100 scale coming to me in December. But That's awesome. um, the series surprisingly was written by uh, the same team that wrote Toradora and Anohana. So Ooh. you would like not expect them to be writing a Gundam series, but so far mm -hmm. the writing is like really, really solid. Yeah, my fiance's been really into that show. He loves it. 
Loves it, loves it, loves it. Keeps saying that I need to watch it at some point. Well, no, he said that I should not watch it. <laughs> Why? Why is that? <laughs> um, because it's really good, but really sad, and it will make me Uh-oh. upset. <laughs> That's true. It's kind of, the, the subject matter is a little messed up, but. Yeah. Uh, I just want to take care of all the characters. My children. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. I, uh, that might be, the, like, okay, I'm one of those kids that, like, oh, the only Gundam I've ever seen is Gundam Wings. Okay. And if I honest, and I haven't seen it since I was, like, in college. Mm-hmm. So if I were to watch it now, I'm probably like, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> this is, like, my platform for all the Gundam ever. Mm-hmm. Although I actually have, for Christmas, a, lo- a while back, I got uh, Death Sight for Christmas. And I said that I wanted help building it, but ended up my friend actually just building it for me. So I'm like, okay, I guess. Wow. Like, while we were watching Batman the Mask of... Oh, God. Alicia, do you know this animated series movie? Uh, Mask Mask of the Phantasm. Yes! Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just... I watched that over Labor Day weekend. Oh, that's such a good movie. Yeah, I didn't even know it existed. Like, in the least bit. And I was so surprised... And now, and, and it was basically, we was building Death Sight and watching Mask of the Phantasm, and I'm all like, can this get any more Batman-y? Like, <laughs> what the hell? But I do have, like, a... Do you guys know of the game Virtua On for Sega Saturn? It was, like, a long time ago. No. Yeah. Obviously, because it was on Sega Saturn. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I clearly have dated myself. <laughs> Uh, I have a Sega Genesis here, but no, I don't. I'm not familiar with it. Uh, Virtual On, correct me if I'm wrong, is basically like a mecha fighting game, and it used to be like the console, the arcade console for mm-hmm. it was at. Uh, basically, you're sitting there with two little joysticks, and you're using it as like your pilot fighting thing. So it really feels like you're piloting a mecha, and it makes me so happy. Awesome. But there's Fi Yen is one of the mechas that is in that game, and she basically, the cool thing about her is that one, she's pink, and two, she has pigtails, and three, she has like kind of a maid outfit. <laughs> glorious. That's amazing. It's Cute. like your magical girl mecha. <laughs> and I was like, makes me so happy. That's but, awesome. Um, but the cool thing about her is that she, the more you damage her, she's one of those mechas, like, she's kind of okay and her things about speed. And so she's fast, she's light, she moves really fast. But the more she gets damaged, the powerful she actually gets. Yes, hmm. good. Which is really cool. And so I bought for myself, I think, the 1100 scale of it. And I'm just like, this is so... It's, we, I opened it up and looked at it because I thought, oh, now that we've quote-unquote built my Gundam, I could probably build Fien just fine. But the thing for Fien, you have to, I think, use like... It's a water dissolvent, and you just, like, instead of sticking stickers, like, you dissolve it in water, and then you, like... Oh, what? That's so weird. Dissolve, you dissolve the sticker, and, like, you put the sticker, and, like, you put the piece together. Yeah, uh, so you say, like, you have a leg piece together, and then you put the sticker in water, and then you, like, lift up the piece so it adheres that way. Mm-hmm. So it's really, like, just super decal kind of thing. And I'm all like, this is, like, super advanced like 301 class for Gundam build for like model building and like I I need like extra help yeah for this like with tweezers and everything mm-hmm. so like it's just so it's me and like have you built like any models, Leisha or Kitty? I'm really uh, bad at building models, even though I really really like Gundam. <clears throat> so uh, no, I I like uh, one of my friends bought me a Gundam Maxter from G Gundam. Mm-hmm. 
It's the wacky Street Fighter kind of cartoony one. Uh, and it's not supposed to be a bad kit, but I had broken a couple of pieces like really early into building it. And I was just like, mm. I'm too clumsy for this. Aww. <laughs> I we can't haven't... all be good at everything. Yeah, it's true. I uh, I only ever built a model of anything once. This is going to sound really dumb. Uh, but in fifth grade, I built a model airplane for extra credit in history. That's amazing. Yeah, it, that's about it. It was a, a World War II Mustang fighter plane. And I picked it because I liked horses, and so, like, that's, that's the entire story. Because it had the word Mustang in Yep. It? That's great. It was, it was called a Mustang, and I liked horses. Oh my god, fifth grade kitty is so precious. That yep. is so great. I haven't changed that much since. <laughs> oh my god. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I've actually, uh, I've been watching this show that I highly recommend. Uh, hmm. It is actually a French anime. Well, not, I what? guess it's wrong then to call it an anime. It is a French uh, animated show. Yes. Just... It is called Wakfu. Oh, wait, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I, well, well, I kind of do. I've played that game. Isn't it based on yes, the game? Yes, it's based it is an it is a show based on the game. Nice. It is on Netflix and it is one of the best things in my life. It's adorable, especially if you listen to it in the French. If you listen to it in the English, it's about as unbearable as listening to anything <laughs> that was not originally intended to be English uh being spoken <laughs> by an English person. And you have uh, your brave, bold heroes, Adamai and Hugo and Evangeline and Amalia and Tristepon, and they frolic around <laughs> being very French. <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> like, it's so stupid cute. Like, the, the one guy um, who's like the fighter dude, his name is mm -hmm. Tristepon, and uh, instead of saying his full name all the time, they call him Pompon. And it's adorable. Like That's adorable. It's so cute. And it, it makes me oh, so gosh. happy. And and Pompon and Evangeline fall in love and the game and it makes it so much better with the French accent. Like it just makes me so happy. I'm totally gonna have to You're check so that precious. out. <laughs> Your face is precious. Oh god. No, it's really not. Yes it is, I miss it. Anyways, so oh. Um, I highly recommend it in it's, it's really cool. Cause if you watch through a lot of it, there are a lot of little, uh, like, Hey, this is a game bits that happen all the time. <laughs> like in, uh, season two, they go into a dungeon and at the beginning of the mm -hmm. dungeon, there's a dungeon map and like, the the fighter guy is like, hmm, I see. This is clearly a map to the dungeon. And they're like, what are you talking about? Nobody would do that. This isn't a game. And he's like, oh, God. you guys have never been in a dungeon before. I'm the one with all the dungeon experience. And then the three of them who aren't listening to him because he's generally not very smart just kind of walk straight in and, and get turned into pigs because they walked into a trap. Oh, no. <laughs> and... It's just super cute, super silly. I I love it so much. 
And yeah. Well, I okay. Here I have a question for Alicia. I guess. Uh, just to completely switch topics. Yes. Uh, Alicia, do you you've you've seen all of Die Ranger, right? Yes. Would you recommend Die Ranger to watch for Kitty, who's never as like her first older like Sentai, mm. like, or, or even like Zoo Ranger? Uh, I think either of them would be fine. Uh, they're yeah. they're pretty similar shows, actually. Uh, and between the two, most people end up liking Die Ranger a little better. But if you really like the um, super kid time aspect mm-hmm. of Toku, uh, the stuff that people don't like in Jew Ranger probably won't bother you, because Jew Ranger is about how kids are important and you gotta help kids and kids have dreams and oh no, uh, Bandora is gonna make is is gonna pick on all the kids and she's the worst. Uh, Satan shows up at one point because wow. you could get away oh with God, anything what? in 90s Toku. It's great. Uh, it yeah. so good. Jureen's <laughs> a lot of fun. Uh, Die Ranger, how to put it, if you, if you feel kind of embarrassed when you're watching Toku and it's being super duper mega kitty, mm-hmm. and some people are, Die Ranger... Uh, tends to go down a bit better. They still do mm-hmm. kid episodes. Not as many. Mm-hmm. And Die Ranger has really, really good action. Uh, mm-hmm. Each ranger has their own kung fu style. Uh, it's done really well. Actually, we kind of don't know what Pink's thing is, but it looks cool, so we'll let <laughs> it pass. Busy. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> lots of Chinese stuff, lots of fighting, really messed up, really surreal villains. Um mm-hmm. There is Ko's plot, which you might not like, or you might really, really like. Uh, I really like the ending of Die Ranger, and a lot of people think I'm crazy because of this. Hmm. But I just think it its ending is really weird and interesting, and nothing... I, I don't think Sentai had done it before. They've certainly never done it after. Uh, oh. But it has an interesting message, and... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, the Kyoryuji 100 Years After special actually mm-hmm. homages parts of the Die Ranger ending. It kind of... Oh, Yeah, well. it takes a thing that's about 10 minutes in the Die Ranger ending and just kind of does it for, you know, the runtime of the V-Cinema. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha. The, the thing about... The reason why I ask is, one, I... Both are available through Shout Factory mm-hmm. on, on DVDs, and that was kind of like the... Still a super big thing, that the fact that we have legit... Super Sentai mm-hmm. to uh, like available. Well, we have it, to and us. we have it cheap, and we mm-hmm. actually yeah. have uh, video quality that's on par with the R two masters, which mm-hmm. you don't always get, especially when you're buying uh, weird releases of old live action shows. Like I think for the official Ultraman set, if you buy that, the video source was laser discs. Laser discs. Laser discs. Oh, yeah. That's all they had. Okay. All right, then. Mm. Oh, God. Okay. I, re- I mean, I remember the last time I saw Laserdisc was, like, in the late mid-90s, and it was for karaoke. For I don't think I've ever seen time, a Laserdisc. For a very brief time, Laserdisc was the format of choice if you were really, like, you were you're into a video file. You needed the best quality you needed all the extras. You needed uh, all the alternate shots and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
you know, Laserdisc kind of came and went pretty quickly if you were a more mainstream consumer. And it ended up with this weird situation where for a while there was a number of Japanese shows where if you couldn't get, like, the actual company masters, uh, the best version you could get was on Laserdisc. Hmm. Huh. That's because like they're they're gigantic too. The Yomomis, they're enormous. Like, there's you could. It's one of those if you break one of them on people's head, you're liable for murder. Kind of thing. <laughs> like they're wow. huge. Because I I still remember having it. Because for my family, and this is kind of like a nice pat on the back segue. Because my family for Thanksgiving <laughs> uh, <laughs> went to karaoke every every well every family gathering. We have a karaoke Aww. machine. Uh, That's and awesome. So, in the 90s, before, we had the thing called Magic Mic, which is basically a mic that you could just plug and play into your uh, TV, and it has, like, little cartridges with all the different songs that you want on it. Mm-hmm. So before we had that, totally revolutionized Filipino at-home karaoke, uh, <laughs> we, had, we had a giant Laserdisc uh, player, and I still remember them being seriously gigantic. And the funny thing about that is, like, um, I remember, this is kind of a weird thing for memory jog for me too um when carol and i randomly did karaoke at the local little tokyo karaoke place we of course sang tokusatsu songs Mm -hmm. and apparently um one of the guys who played rook in kamen rider kiva Mm -hmm. showed up in the background of one of those songs oh my gosh like completely unrelated to the song the song was just like i we were i forgot what we were even singing but it may have been like a random like Japanese tokusatsu song, but he, you know, those like super cheesy like backgrounds of like to karaoke songs. Yeah, like, they have not, complete nineties, but it was the guy who played Rook in Kamen Rider Kiva. That's weird. Huh. And, like Carol just looked at me going, "What the heck?" <laughs> like of all the things, and so uh, I don't know where I went with that, but it was like, oh god, karaoke and Thanksgiving, laser disc, keep memory jog. I know. I really hate that show. <laughs> Why? Kiva's not my favorite. Okay. Kiva's my Kiva's favorite. Of... Follow. Oh, no. oh, sorry. <laughs> Which is really weird, and I know that nobody will understand ever, so I guess it's understandable. Okay. Well, I will say why I don't like it, and I'll be as nice as possible. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, I don't know. The reason why I like Kiva visually like mm-hmm. if I, I I would buy well I'm, I'm going to because it's my thing buy the detail of heroes for Kiva because the suit the monster design the gimmicks the the designs to Kiva is just mind-bogglingly mm-hmm. beautiful to me mm-hmm. and the monsters and like the way the monsters sh- like when they when they die they shatter it into like stained glass kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's just so cool but I just didn't like Kiva at all and namely just because I didn't like Otoya, who is who plays Kiva's dad, <laughs> basically. I didn't like the fact that they kept going timeline back and forth. Mm-hmm. They could just and you know, the the seriousness of the timeline back in like the past, knowing that the monster will show up again in the future, like kinda dampened it for me. Yeah. I have a lot of problems with Kiva. No, I well, I think well, it's definitely yeah. not everybody's cup of tea. I think it's most not most people's cup of tea that's for certain mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah i i like to call it common writer rom-com because it's oh, just like a rom-com makes so much that's, sense that's just what it is it's really weird mm-hmm. it's like a 
I mean, like, I don't know if I could not call it, like, a romance plot, because it's kind of how it feels most of the time. But I liked it because it was just so different, and also the main character's precious. <laughs> <laughs> so precious! <laughs> Um, you know what? Now that you meant you described it as a rom com, I suddenly feel slightly better about yeah, it. Yeah, you just kind of like to be honest to it that way. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I get that, I really do. And I, is now even like Otea is like suddenly I'm in love with this person, and then I'm in, suddenly I'm super in love with the, uh, Kiva's mom. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, yes. I'm like, oh, okay, that big switch is very rom-com-esque. I get mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Okay. I feel slightly better about it. <laughs> Yay! I, don't know, I, only really, I only really liked it for the Sue, so it's the only reason why I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm still waiting only for reason. my Kiva Figuarts. And I... Like, I, yeah, I, 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 I got Kivala for my birthday this year, which I, I makes me so happy. I haven't nice. seen because it's Kivala. Decade. Isn't she from, she's from Decade, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. she's from Decade. Um, she doesn't really have that... much to do with Kiva, really. Nope. <laughs> Not nope. Yeah, I was trying to, like, I told myself that I would wait and watch Decade after I'd seen everything that was in Decade, and I don't think that's a good idea at all yeah. anymore. No, it really isn't. The other thing mm-hmm. is, like, if you watch Decade having already seen all the shows in it, I think it kind of makes you like it less. Mm. Mm. I get that. I, I, like, I, I feel it, the same way. At least in retrospect, like at the time, everyone loved Decade because it was something different. And, it, you know, the feeling had been that Ryder had gotten into kind of a rut. Um, mm. And then the ending of Decade continued to not happen for about five years. <laughs> and everyone just kind of gave up on it. Huh. Well, so wait, what is Decade? Oh my! Um, <laughs> I, like okay, better you than me because are you I, familiar I with uh, stage shows? They're yes. like the little shows they do at like amusement parks and yes, yeah, Call yeah. It took me to one. We went to the Fujiyama. Okay, stage that's good. Yes. Decade is like they decided to just film a stage show plot, but with like real suits and actors for about half a year. Um, oh. It was the first show to acknowledge old continuity in Ryder. Okay. Uh, and yeah, Decade himself, he's this photographer who has weird amnesia and doesn't know much about himself. And then the <laughs> world starts ending. And okay. Wataru from Kiva shows up and is like, hey, bro, you must save and destroy the world or something like that. I haven't seen the first episode of Decade in a while. And Decade's okay. like, what? Uh, and then he gets his belt. And he has to fight (laughs) a bunch of monsters, and maybe all the writers hate him and want to fight him, and maybe he has to join them, and says, oh, we don't know what's happening. And they sort of explain Decade's deal, like if you watch all the movies, they don't really resolve it, ever. Okay. He must connect and destroy everything, and his journey continues... Basically forever. forever. Like, when he showed up in Gaim, it was just a very standard decade plot. I probably mm. wouldn't like it. Yeah, if... if I like resolutions. It will, sound, it, it will sound so bad to put it in these terms. If you expect a story to go somewhere, 
probably shouldn't watch Common Rider Decade. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. is literally a line in one of the movies where, mm-hmm. like, Wataru shows up and says, Well, see, you must understand that Decade has no story. Wait, and, I like, remember diegetically, that. in universe, he doesn't have a story. So. Ah! No, he, that would just infuriate me. Yeah. Uh, there, th- there's a reason why Decade went from really popular to people telling each other not to watch it in oh, the gosh, most yeah. astonishingly short span of time I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the thing for me with Common Rider Decade was Decade was like, I, it was, I guess, a 10 year since Common Rider Kuga mm-hmm. was yeah. the idea. They had so managed ten decade. straight years of Heisei Rider, and they were very mm-hmm. proud of themselves, because that mm-hmm. meant they had lasted longer than, I think, any straight run of Rider had before then. Mm-hmm. So, for for a decade, he, the thing about that is he would also... So he goes to visit all these different Rider, like past mm-hmm. Heisei Rider mm-hmm. shows, so he would go to Kuga, but like alternate versions of those shows? Because, you know, some of them have really expensive actors. We couldn't get them all, so we just won't try to get anybody. <laughs> right. That's how we're getting around that. Basically. Gotcha. And, and the, but the thing about Decade for me, because I, I watched, I think I watched Decade right after Double. So say Double was my first common writer. Oh my god. Ever. I was always a, I was always a Sentai weird. person, and so I watch Common Rider Double, and I'm all like, "Oh, I guess I'll watch this decade thing right after because oh. I was looking at all these scans, and I saw Masa uh, Masahiro Inoue. Mm-hmm. Is that his? Yeah, that's yes, like that's him. He plays Decade. Um, his performance decade. is one of the main reasons to sit through it. He's a lot of fun as that character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really sure. is. He he wears guy lighter so well. Oh my gosh. He wears oh, man. pants. He oh, yes, so well. Um, and so, and so he would go to visit all these writers. So I would watch Decade kind of like as my introduction to the rest of Heisei. Oh my gosh. And it was, it was my way. So for me, I actually really liked Decade because I had no attachment Mm -hmm. whatsoever to any of the previous writers. And so when I, so I watched, uh, Double and then I watched Decade and I just went and my favorite part of the only, I think, continuity thing from the original show to Decade was, I think, Common Rider Den-O. Okay. Uh, and Den-O is kind of weird, too, because Den-O is a very comedy-based show. Right. It's like time travel comedy. Den-O had the and thing it's... where getting most of its cast, like, they were under contract, so it wasn't that hard to get them. Mm-hmm. And, like, most of the Den-O characters are just suits, and then you have, like, a voice actor. And mm-hmm. all the Dino supporting characters, the main ones, the uh, Imogen, they were all really famous, super popular voice actors at the time. And so Dino mm-hmm. was kind of a huge fangirl show. Yeah. So Dino, for me, Dino was so fun in Decade that I watched Dino right after. Like, Dino's still one of my favorite writers because it just makes me laugh so much. Mm-hmm. And the guy who plays Deno is Takaru Sato, and he's now a super amazing actor. So amazing. And, <laughs> yeah, and it kind of showed in Deno because he basically had to play, like, five different personalities mm-hmm. all at he once. He could outact the voice actors sometimes when they he would be possessed and the, void act, and the voice actors would be dubbing him. And I'd just be like, mm-hmm. oh, man, this guy is so much better than the voiceover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so impressed like, the whole time he, I was watching that show. My girlfriend watched it, like, started it before me, and then she was like, you have to watch Deno. I I don't care that you're watching something else right now. Just watch Deno. So I hurriedly finished whatever series I was watching at the time and picked up Deno. And I just, oh my gosh. I just loved it so much. 
Like, I honestly think you would like it, too, Kitty, just because it has, it's very, it's light and comedic, and after a while, everyone just turns into, like, the comedy relief. Uh, See, okay. (laughs) After a while. Here's the most important thing for me, and that's Mm -hmm. the ending. I need my Forze or Tokuger style ending. Oh, the big, nice wrap-up bow? Yes. I, Mm. like, even, even Kyoryuger, I didn't like it quite as much. Mm. Exclusively because I hated pairing up King and oh. Ami. Oh man, <laughs> my OTP. I hated it. <laughs> well, I just—it felt so forced. Like they were such good friends who like broed out together and stuff, and mm. then they were like, "Lol's JK, they're in love." And I was like, "Ugh, come on!" I think I was. Why can't you just let people rainy? have friendships? Which is why I was honestly so glad at the end of Forze, where there were no romantic relationships except for the people who were already dating when this show started. Mm. Like, that... Okay. Forze pretty much had... Forze and Tokyuger had, like, my... Well, no, there was only one thing wrong with the Tokyuger ending for me, personally. Mm. And that was just, I really wanted... Um... Tokyo 6... What was his name? Oh. Uh, 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 Akira. Akira, yeah. I really wanted Akira to also, like, get turned into a kid by the power of friendship and uh, become, like, Wright's adopted brother and Mm. to have them, have him get, like, a second chance at life and, and, like, all of that. I wanted that so bad. Like, (laughs) so bad. Sounds like something really cute you'd find art of on Pixiv. Exactly. Yeah, probably. If it's not there already. Oh, God. Um, I wanted it so bad. But, I mean, other than that one little thing, which he still ended up going and taking care of the rainbow line and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And so he, it's fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, it was perfect. So, oh, But, yeah, that's, I, I, that's the, I find it really funny, like, what we... I don't know. For me, Double's still, like, my perfect writer. Although, Gaim and Forza, I'm all like, I don't know. This is kind of... That's why I'm, I'm really glad that they're re- like, they have the higher higher Blu-ray resolution for Deca Ranger because Deca Ranger as a Sentai was my first other... But I really remembered watching. It was my first ever watch with Bioman, but that was I was a kid, and I could barely remember that. Um, so Deca Ranger was the first time I really watched Toku. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a adult, I guess, and so I'm really super attached to Decorator, so I'm really hoping that it still holds up. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking also about Decade. Is that I I picked what I was going to watch next based on how much I liked their alternative universe parts in Decade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went to I like Deno, so I watched Deno next, and then I, I'm like, oh, I remember really liking Kiva, and then I watched Kiva after that, and was so sad. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then, and I, I don't think I watched any one after that because I was considering watching Blade and then in the beginning of Blade I couldn't tell anybody apart and I felt really sad (laughs) Blade's beginning is kind of rough going yeah you kind of have to get to the halfway point before yeah that's what Carol tells me Mm -hmm. she's like I'll sit down and watch it with you and I'm all like but I Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) I guess so and I think later on in, to- in the Tokunet podcast, we have some schedules out for maybe we might start rewatching some of our old favorites and talk about it that way. So I would really be happy for my Hibiki and Blade people to talk about 
that later on down the road. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, man. So, yeah. What, like, at least Ghost is good for what it's worth. I really like Drive just because they retcon stuff so well. They, like, retcon really good connections to the show by the end of it. I mean, I know you didn't like the genocide part, and I know you didn't really like the OTP at the end part, because, yes, yeah. I agree with you. Chase, Chase they need to pay for what they did to my bay. <laughs> I mean, but like for real though, for like, real, that should never have happened. I'm so mad. I'm still, I'm mad. I'm mad with you. That's the one thing I'm seriously mad about. I'm all like, really, really? Like, you did that to bay. You did that to bay. Yeah. But seriously though, like he was, he was my favorite character. He was mine too. And... Those pants don't quit. <laughs> Maybe if we had Mock kill him and wear his skin, then no. people would like him. Oh. Mock should have died for all of the horrible crap that he did. I, you know, hated I would have been okay with that. I would have been okay. I mean, I actually, I mean, I like Mock a lot. I did, and I, I he still looks like him. a K-pop idol to me. I... And so I'm like, I'm okay with this. No, um, <laughs> I never. But liked in terms, I know. <laughs> I heard the podcast. I know. <laughs> We're friends, I know. I know, um, right? <laughs> but I really liked Mock. I did. and so, But I, I totally think they should have killed... Like, him dying instead of Chase would have been so much better. Yeah. And then... So much better. Yeah, see, the, the ending... I don't, and I don't remember if I said this on the podcast or not. My dream ending for that show was mm. Mock martyrs himself, Chase and... Uh, What's the girl's name? Kitty Ko. Kitty Ko. Kitty Ko. Thank you. I'm so terrible with the name sometimes. It's okay. There's, there's, this is literally a show spanning decades. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, and then Kitty Ko and Chase end up together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tomari stays as a regular cop and his old partner uh, finishes his physical therapy and rehab and all of that. And rejoins the force, and so they and mm-hmm. they they have their little bromance thing, and <laughs> that that would have been my Did dream we ending. See that guy after the one episode where like uh, Tomari visits him and is like, "Oh man, I am yeah. so sad." Oh okay, no, that's he cool. totally comes back that's like cool. multiple times. There's a part where uh, uh, they have the so the the Roid Mutes develop the ability to merge with uh the humans who they like got their uh emotional imp- uh, 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 impact from like what they connection imprint their imprint okay their emotional like whoever the what whoever the human was that they imprinted on um they can like fuse with that person and um so one of the guys goes after Tomari's partner because he was the guy who arrested him and mm-hmm. so like he goes back to the hospital oh, I'm explaining for Alicia uh, so like he goes to the hospital and like Tomari's like stay in the hospital hide Ma- don't make it easy for them and so he's like hmm so they're gonna tear this place apart looking for me got it and so he like hobbles outside of the hospital and is like don't hurt anybody else just take me and Tomari's like no <laughs> and it's yeah he he comes back yeah, that, many times that scene in drive was what ch- changed well that and the uh the oh my god the i keep i hate to say like the the otaku 
office person. I forget his name. Oh See, my I'm God. just as bad as name. Uh, um, like his episode with his roommate. That, that episode was, was so, so cute. It was so good. Oh my like God. that little scene of like, wait, before you kill me, let me finish this anime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it gets me. Mm-hmm. It gets me. Um, yeah, that's when Drive started turning around for me. And so, uh, it's, I, I completely agree 100% with your dream ending. Cause that was my dream ending. Right. Uh, it would have been so good, but man. It would have been so good. But still, I mean, still, they definitely retconned the hell out of that show. Yeah. And so I, I wonder if go, well, I don't know about Ninja, but <laughs> ghost, I wonder if they're just, uh, going to do the same thing where it doesn't, it takes until like episode 20, 30 for it to kind of like, Oh, now we know where this is going. Okay. I feel yeah. like they're just doing so. a setup arc. Uh, mm. cause like he's getting his powers very slowly with a lot of explanation about them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when Spectre shows up, you know, it's like, Oh, huge surprise. Uh, that was, that was the last episode I saw. From what I'm hearing about the show, what I'm kind of thinking is the first time limit they'll cover in the first half of the series, there'll be some kind of plot device that resets it, and then the second half of the series will be like, oh no, the stakes are so high, we've got to do all this stuff. Mm. Yeah, I can see where that's going. Mm. I mean, like I said, like because of the nature of what we do here at Tokenet, where we feel obligated to watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Honestly, we don't have to. If, if, it's okay to hit abort for this year. That's yeah. how I feel about Ninja. And, you know, but I'm sure one of us will cover it. Uh, yeah. Somehow. Well, I um, I was on the... Um, you and I were both on... Paul and I were both on the um, Ninja first impressions thing. Mm. Where I know... I gave some very harsh reviews. <laughs> <laughs> People kept trying to tell me the names, and I was like, yeah, sure, them. Because I <laughs> cared that little. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll probably watch it to do the, like, now that it's over, how did it do podcast. <laughs> and I'm, I can't honestly say that I'm excited about it. Well, is, you don't have to be on that podcast. I, I mean, I would like to be on that podcast. Oh, okay. Well, then I, that's I'm excited on you. about the podcast. <laughs> I am not excited about watching the rest of the show. Like, okay. this is basically. I mean, I get I that you it. love hanging out with us. I mean, I, I understand do. that. I love you guys oh. a lot. <laughs> yeah, I gotta keep up the pace. Um, so we have been going on for about an hour, and so as we wrap up, like, I this is going to be released around Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and so I is there anything that you guys are doing for Thanksgiving? Anything fun, special? Anything you're thankful for? I'm gonna Kitty. cook. And oh, yeah. I'm super excited about that, assuming that my mother ever actually sends me some of the recipes that she keeps saying she's going to. I keep telling her, she makes this one amazing uh, fresh cranberry chutney that it says, it's like a cranberry sauce that never gets cooked and there's no recipe for it anywhere. And she keeps not sending and saying, oh, but there's not really a recipe. Moms. Whatever. <laughs> um, it's like, screw it, just tell me how to, it's like, just tell me how to do it, woman. Jeez. Yeah, it's like every Asian cooking for me ever, because mom was like, eh, there's no, it just looks right. I'm like, that doesn't help me. <laughs> right? I'm like, what goes in it? You know, I, stuff, cranberries. I'm like, ah. That's like my mom, when I asked her, when I asked my mom how to make, like, the Filipino national dish adobo, and I'm like, how do you make your adobo? She's like, I just make it. I'm like, that, that, that doesn't help. <laughs> no. 
Emily, do you have any plans? Um, so since I moved to Seattle for school, how many years ago? Three years ago? I'm a senior now. Um, I've okay. been going to my home away from home, which is my girlfriend's house, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. They ever so graciously take me in every year, and I think maybe it's oh. because I make a really good sweet potato casserole. Uh, <laughs> so you want to send that to me? I can. <laughs> it's my grandmother's recipe. It's so good. Oh, even more. I actually send brought me, it please. to Thanksgiving. Um, I think it was the year before last, and it was at, like, her mm-hmm. mom's cousin's house or some, I don't know, some distant family member. And um, she told me as I was leaving that I could definitely come back as long as I bring the sweet potato casserole. Because both her and I, we both brought sweet potato casserole, which was very awkward. But she said <laughs> that her husband, um, while they were eating, had pointed to my sweet potato casserole and was like, Honey! Your sweet potato casserole is great this year. Oh. And she goes, oh, that is Emily's. <laughs> oh, no. So it's my obligation to keep up the delicious casserole tradition. God, yes. <laughs> Alicia, what about you? See, I do Thanksgiving with my in-laws, and I think I'm splitting the cooking with her this year. Nice. I'm doing uh, the stuffing and... The sweet potato casserole. Yeah. Oddly enough. Uh, the other nice. thing Thanksgiving is for me is Turkey Day. Yeah. It's the Mystery Science Theater Marathon. Oh, right. Ooh. Yeah. The ki- they, they speaking of which, like, they had the Kickstarter for they that. They did, and we hit the first goal. I backed yes. it. I'm a predictable dork. Uh, <laughs> now we're kind of chugging towards getting $3 million, and I think at $3.5 million we get three more episodes if I recall correctly mm. not looking yes. at anything uh, but yeah I'm thinking this year's turkey day should be interesting because uh, I, I think they'll be doing some things to promote the kickstarter which is fine mm-hmm. uh, I'd kind of mm-hmm. like to see a bit more of uh, the new host and the new bot voices uh, maybe see the new mad I think that would be pretty cool the new host is it Jonah Ray yes it is Nerdist? Jonah Ray I'm very, very pleased with that pick Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I am too. Like, I've, I've been listening to Nerdist podcast quite often, and Jonah's just fun. Nice. Yeah, see, I've never listened to the guy's podcast, but when I was watching the first video, I was like, oh, he's he, he's picked a new host. Oh, this guy's this guy's funny. He's got, he's got really good delivery. So now I'm thinking mm-hmm. of going back and listening to Nerdist, just so yes. I have kind of a handle on, okay, this is, this is our new guy. Because when the old stuff was on the air, like, I, I went out of my way to watch Joel's stand-up. And I think mm-hmm. uh, Mary Jo Peel stand up. And it's just like, oh, this is all very funny. Nice. Yeah. Well, for my, my art, I, can't, I feel really bad saying this, but I mean, but it's true. Uh, most of my Turkey Day uh, or Thanksgiving dinner is less about Thanksgiving dinner because my family and our big thing is like obviously Christmas and mm-hmm. even New Year. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when we bust out like the lechon, the roasted pig and like food like all the filipino food ever like, we <laughs> go ham for christmas mm-hmm. um so thanksgiving for us even it's like it's the american holiday mm-hmm. quotation marks ah. and so we don't really do that much we really just like get together like we would like at a birthday party or anything like that and the only difference is that we actually buy turkey or some sort of poultry okay 
uh, to go eat, to just eat and just hang out in my grandma's little tiny apartment. And when the drinks come out, uh, so does the karaoke. And so does my aunts and uncles going, all right, first, second, third place karaoke score winners gets uh, $10, $20, $30. And so we basically, the karaoke will come out before that, but until like our family starts putting down money, like the cousins don't do anything until we see the money, we're like, all right, now it's time for cousins karaoke. This is happening. I think last year, both me and my cousin, I won first place, she won second place. We both sang the same song. Oh my gosh. Which is Mulan Reflections. And I got like 98%, she got 97 and so I won. <laughs> got 30 bucks, which we end up spending the next morning for Black Friday shopping. Nice. And for, for me, coming from a big family, it's more like, okay, we're done with dinner. All right, let's go to the outlets in the middle of the night yep. right after Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. And like buy all the linens on sale. <laughs> It's basically what I do. This year, last year, I got my TV finally, and so this year I'm just hoping. I'm like, I'm just gonna buy really nice towels and linens, all for the price that they normally sell the cheap towels at Target. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm happy about. And I'm probably gonna start watching because I haven't seen Die Ranger either, and I got it from Shout, uh, obviously. And hopefully, let me see if I could dig into that some more. I don't. I feel like I'm taking slightly bit of a toku break other than what i'm obligated quote unquote obligated to watch for this year so it'll be nice to get into some of the older shows a bit more so i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to having four days off from work yes yeah <laughs> four days off of school mm, god that's so nice so nice so thanks ladies for hanging out with me Thank today you. thanks for hanging out with us <laughs> yeah so i, I hope you kind Team Tokenet listeners uh, enjoyed this first off-duty podcast. It's a really just chill, relax uh, kind of episode for us to kind of just hang out with each other, talk about whatever, and also kind of address, like, if a few of us can't missed out on a Tokenet episode earlier, we will talk about it here. Um, but yeah, to see everything we've ever done, you can visit our website at tokusatsunetwork.com. There, you could also join in, in the forums, hang out with us. Uh, if you don't like to hang out with us, the forums, totally fine. We're there all the time. We're also on social media, on Facebook and Twitter. We have an Instagram, which you can see Kitty's ugly cry for Tokyuger. Yep. Um, as well as some of our pictures from our conventions and our interviews, so you can follow us on Instagram as well. We have a YouTube channel where you can watch all our press stuff. We're we're everywhere. We're here for you guys. We do a lot of stuff. And if you feel compelled to support us in any way, uh, we do have a donate button um, on our page. And as little as a dollar can pay for our parking meter mm-hmm. to go to conventions. Yep. And as $10 pay for our podcast hostings and $30 pays for our hosting for three months. And so every little bit helps. Uh, Tokenet will always be free for you guys. And... It's just a way to, you know, if you would like to support us that way, that's that's great. Uh, I think last episode they call it the donut button. The donut button. Uh, yep. <laughs> oh, I wish our site uh, had a donut button. I wish our site had to. So I'll talk to our web designer about that. Get the donut <laughs> button. Just hit it, and then you know, I. Well, you know, if you do hit the donate button, it will probably go straight to donuts as a reward for really good teamwork. So. It could just be called the donut button from now on. I can send Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> from the East Coast. 
And oh, I don't lord I your send... Dunkin' Donuts over me. I'm in the South. It's just <laughs> actually cream everywhere. I don't oh, no. like donuts, so... Well, I can't eat them because I'm dieting, but I, oh. I'm dieting so I think about donuts a lot. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I don't... I just... For me, I have one, and then I start to feel sick, and if I have even a bite of another one, I'm downright nauseous and out for the count. Well, so. I'll, f- I'll send you pie, I guess. I hate pie. Well, there's, there's no <laughs> pleasing you. Paula, what is wrong with you? How can you forget my ab- my abhorrence towards cooked fruit? Paula. Oh, that's right. <laughs> We're friends, right? You I can send me meat pies. It'll be fine. That's what I meant. Yes, Gosh, how dare you automatically Jeez. assume that <laughs> I meant fruit pies when I know you so well. You should know that I meant meat pies. Obviously. Obviously. We're friends. And on that okay. note. I know, right? Thank you again, ladies, so much for joining me. And thank you for listening to the Tokenet Podcast. We highly appreciate you. So don't forget to also leave us a review. Yeah. The more you star, the more you get to see, the more visible we become. Um... So yeah, thanks guys. And good night and happy Thanksgiving. Goodbye, Goodbye, Internet. Bye. Bye. Bye.